Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Carol. And this is Kind, kind of Fun. Well, Party people, what back. is up? Hey, what up? guess what, what guys? We're recording and posting on time. Guys, it's a Monday and we're, we're recording. We usually record like Thursday night, honestly. So like, look at us for being prepared. We're so prepared. So proud of us. I feel like I sound dead. <laughs> yeah, you do. But that's okay. I um, I think that we're just some tired girls, you know? I know. Here's the thing, though, to be honest. Well, my sister, for those that don't know, my sister, who you've heard before on this podcast, came into town. And we had a grand time. And I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm tired. I'm dead. Thankfully, I only have one class today. But yeah, I'm on the, I'm on like the, the back end of a long weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be an interesting one today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that's okay. Cause like, is your class in person? Yeah, it is, but it's a lab. We're doing um, draping and positioning today. Okay. We're learning how to position patients, including little babies. We have a little NICU section where we learn how to position tiny little NICU babies. That is so fun. I love little babies. I had a baby that was four pounds on Friday. Oh my gosh, that's so small. She was four pounds, 11 ounces. I'll give her the 11, but she was still really small. Oh, that's like basically five pounds, isn't it? I mean, it's like, I believe, ooh, you might have to cut this out if I'm wrong because I don't want to sound stupid, but I think it's 16 ounces in a pound. I'm like almost positive that is correct. Here, we'll just, we'll fact check you. How many ounces in a pound? You're right. 16. Heck yes. So. Okay. So she's like just a little shy of of five pounds. Yeah. She's still really little though. Yeah. Yeah. Like the NICU cutoff is 2,000 grams and she was like 2150. She's like barely making the cut barely making the cut of not being a NICU BB. I know, but she was really cute and she breathed really fast though. She was like 78 respirations one time. She's Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hyperventilating herself. I know. Poor sister. I think she's okay. Sister, now. are you okay? I was going to ask her what her name was, but that would be a HIPAA violation. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't remember her name. Um well, that's good. Well, I just had two kind of interesting names, and I can't remember which one is which, so. Okay, got it. I could tell you two, which would be a bigger HIPAA violation, so. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> can't have that. Nope. No. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm a, I'm a tired girl. I'm trying to be tired so that I can nap later. Did you stay up all night? No, I just stayed up until, like, 1.15. That's not bad. Yeah, my latest has been four. Like at <gasps> home. That's so bad. <laughs> and then I woke up at 9 a.m. And now you're then you're gonna sleep later and then you're gonna work all night. Yeah, I worked the next three nights in a row. I thought you worked Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I did I did too. And then I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I've decided I need to stop laughing like that on this podcast. The last episode we recorded, it was literally half of me going like like wheezing. <laughs> yeah it was so bad so i need to dial it down (laughs) 
Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about you wheezing and how it's funny. Um, <laughs> I need to like either laugh like a normal person or just like not be so obnoxious about it. Lindsay, laugh as much as you would like. It, you're free <laughs> to laugh as you do here. <laughs> I'll try my hardest. Was that you trying to have like a regular laugh? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying not to be like Lindsay I accepted my fact of how I laugh I even changed my laugh and I it's oh not- that's a good story you should tell them oh I'll tell them that story we need to tell them what we're doing today oh yeah by the way we've been recording for 15 minutes and we haven't even said what we're doing Lindsay and I um, haven't talked to each other in like a couple of days <laughs> So today we thought it would be fun because the first episode that we recorded, we talked about how Carol and I became friends and I feel like we haven't done a good, just like story time episode since that episode. How many times can I say episode in a sentence? I like the word episode, but you you can say it a lot if you would like. I mean, we are recording an episode. (laughs) So... We figured it would be fun to look back and reminisce on some good old undergrad college stories and just basically just tell you a bunch of stories about when we were in college because they're pretty funny if you ask us. And I'd say maybe that we you... facilitated shenanigans if you can. Yeah, we were um, pretty reckless, uh, but like in a Christian reckless. way. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, we just thought it would be fun. And also, it's easy for us to talk about because we lived them and remembered them. And uh, they're so we hope that it's entertaining. And we're both pretty tired. So maybe it'll be funnier than usual because yeah, we're a little both on the verge of falling asleep. So that'll be exciting. (laughs) That will be Um, exciting. And yeah. That's what we're doing today. We're going to we're going to tell you some we're going to give you a good story time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think, you know, like when there's on like kid TV shows, there's like a like a chime when it's like story time, you know? Yeah. Like a yeah. jingle, like story time, story time. Let's go down <laughs> to story time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have a full jingle, but I can insert like a little sound effect that's like or something. <laughs> uh, you could just keep my song I just sang. <gasps> that's so true. I've, I'll keep it as like a little voice, like a sound like oh, perfect. section. And then every time we tell a story. I'll insert that song and for the rest of our podcast, even if we like get super legit and like have actual equipment and sound effects and stuff. Just keep that. We'll just keep that. Yeah. Okay, great. For sure. Yeah. I think that it's a pretty high quality sound that I just produced. We'll start it off with like a pretty simple one. Great. Um, oh, well, I so, can start with my laugh. Is that what we wanted to do? Or oh, do yeah, yeah. Do this isn't a college story, but this is a good story time. Yeah. So you should tell that story. We'll start with that one. Okay. So, fun fact, um, the laugh that you hear now, the very loud one, um, is not my original laugh. So in, like, middle school, I used to have a laugh that sounded like a hyena. 
Um, that's like the best way that you can, I can explain it. And I was getting bullied for it. Um, <laughs> as you do in middle school. And, as you do in middle school. <laughs> and I was like, huh, I guess, uh, what should I do? You know? And a family member of mine gave me the advice to, um, instead of stick up for myself and tell them to like, say I'm a daughter of Christ and I am loved the way I am. The specific family member uh, encouraged me to change my laugh to become more acceptable to society. (laughs) And so I spent six months changing my breathing. Um, of my laugh to the laugh that I use now. Is it really six months? It was like six months. I like practiced. Oh my <laughs> word. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, man. I mean, you, you got to perfect it. I say that as it's like obnoxious. Now I went from like kind of obnoxious to like a different kind of obnoxious, but um, yeah, if I do like the, if you press you know, like where you lay on the ground and somebody like presses into your arms while you laugh. Yeah. The the real laugh comes out. Yeah, it's a doozy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were created in the image of God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Thank you. Know? you. Cool. Did I tell you that at Easter I was like singing my beautiful song voice? And this old man next to me said, I really enjoyed listening to your beautiful voice today <gasps> wow i know what a compliment i know i replied to him that it's usually a joyful noise but thank you for that very sweet compliment that is so cute i know he was really sweet um so yeah anyway i have a new laugh and that's kind of like the running joke of college is that i like <laughs> made this yeah new laugh. back when finstas were a thing like our sophomore year of college Carol's Finsta name was at Carol's new laugh. I think it still exists if you want to follow it. (laughs) I don't think you've posted on that thing in like literally years, probably. Years, I think. Yeah, years. Your sister still tags it in giveaways. I'm like... Yeah, honestly, (laughs) that's what all all of the Finstas serve the purpose of being tagged in giveaway and like as a giveaway (laughs) entry. I like tag everybody's Finstas for those that's funny that's so good a classic an iconic story carol's Mm -hmm. new laugh a good icebreaker into the story time podcast yeah oh my gosh okay i'm thinking of the one that you reminded me of this morning this is actually relatively recent which is pretty unfortunate it's only slightly (laughs) embarrassing well it's not that embarrassing it's really i know I know, but it's just like when you think about it, you're like, Ugh. it's just like a little cringe. It's not really embarrassing. It's just like, Ugh, you know. <laughs> okay, it's the so, grit teeth emoji. Like that's yeah, like, that's what it is. It's like the. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's just like, Ugh. oh my gosh. Okay, so this was October of 2019. Halloween wow, that night. Sounds, that sounds like a billion years ago. 2019? No way. Yeah. It was oh, 2019. Crap. So this was our senior year of college. This was the day Noah and I got engaged. We got engaged on Halloween night. And we basically, so we had this hike that we did 
all the time. It's like pretty famous in Fayetteville. Um, the Yellow Rock Trail to the Overlook in Devil's Den. A classic. Iconic. And so Noah and I, he was like, basically the whole plan was we were going to go on this hike and we were going to get up to the top of the Overlook and he was going to propose to me there. And then we were going to walk back. And there was a photographer. Shout out to Kaylee, if you're listening. She's probably not. but I'm about to say, I'd be really <laughs> thrilled if she was, but. I know. Shout out to Kaylee. Shout um, out to Kaylee. She was our photographer. And so basically she was following us up the whole trail without my knowledge, obviously, because I did not know we were getting engaged. So she was like following us on the trail the whole time. It's like a two mile hike. It's like not even that big of a deal. Like that's round Um, trip. It's one mile one way. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. Yeah, yeah. So it's like one mile up to the top and then one mile down to the bottom. So like literally not that big of a deal. But I get up there and Noah and I, in my mind, Noah and I are just going on a hike like we do all the time. Like pretty much every time Noah came to visit me, we went on a hike. So I was like, whatever. And I had to pee (laughs) about halfway into the hike. And this is like pretty chill and normal for us. Like Noah and I will just like go to opposite sides of the trail and then like pee and then, you know, reconverge at the trail and then keep going. So, um, I look at Noah and I'm like, Hey bro, I got to pee. And he's like, huh? Uh, okay. <laughs> like, can you, can you hold it? And I was like, no, I really can't, bro. I got to go. And I'm like, it's fine. I'll just like, there's nobody else on this trail. Like I'll just go off to the yeah, side. There's and- nobody else on this trail. Yeah. Noah, so Noah is like, I will go like down the, down the trail. Cause I quote, you know, I got to pee too. And so I'll like, if people start walking up, they'll see me first and I can, like stop them from coming up to you where you are. I said a kind man. Like I know. I know. I mean, he really did think it through, but he honestly was like, are you sure that you can't hold it? And I was like, no, I'm positive. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just us out here. Like I'll just pee. And he like, unbeknownst to me, goes down the trail to Kaylee and is like, Hey, you need to pause. She's peeing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pee, I do my thing. I come back to the trail. Noah comes back up. I had no idea. You're Kaylee, like, you feel good, bro? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm feeling good. Let's finish this out. Then we get to the end. Kaylee's there. We do the whole proposal thing. It was really fun. It was the best time ever. And then I'm thinking on the way back, because now we're walking back with Kaylee, because at that point I knew she was there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just peed in front of you, basically. And she was like, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. And I was like, okay, but like, I just I, in front of you. <laughs> I just peed in front of you. Oh my gosh. And so like, every time I think about us getting engaged, I think about the fact that I peed. And like, obviously if I had known she was there, I would not have done that. But like, I didn't know she was there. And it's not like Noah could be like, uh, sorry, you really shouldn't do that because there's a photographer behind us because we're about to get engaged. Like he could have just be like, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> so anyway, could you imagine he's like trying to be like sly about it? Like, hey, yeah, I don't, I just like don't know if that's the best choice right now, you know? And you're like, yeah, why? Like, and- <laughs> yeah, without looking super suspicious, because literally in any other scenario, we literally would have just walked opposite directions and then come back, and like it would have right. been no big deal. But anyway um i peed in front of my photographer well 
I mean, she didn't see me. I know. Because but Noah... you're, you're making it sound like it was like on around a tree bend and she was like, <laughs> a, you know, like around a corner, but she was like down a little ways. No. Yeah. She was down a little ways. Noah kept her from going any further. It's like not that big of a deal. I just think about it. And again, it's the, it's the uh, emoji. <laughs> it, it's that emoji for me. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a classic. A classic. Amazing. Um, Let's think, I'm trying to think of like old, stories like from way back in the day carol and i met in a sorority if you listen to our first episode we met in alpha chi at arkansas and um the sorority life is an interesting one let me tell yeah, you i would say definitely it taught me a lot taught both saw a lot of things um <laughs> i would recommend it i would recommend However, I think I view it now in a different way than I did whenever I joined, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm just thinking of, like, this isn't really a story, but, like, this is just, like, a regular occurrence in our life. So we had these things. I don't know if this is, like, putting them on blast or not, but, like, we did it. So (laughs) we'll tell them. Um, We had these things called functions. Oh, I was like, what are we talking about? I'm following. (laughs) I know. And functions, functions are basically like supervised frat parties is basically what they are. Supervised by other college students. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, they're like school ordained, like, I guess within certain boundaries, frat parties, but like basically they're a frat party. That's literally what they are. And they're they're encouraged to go to them. Yeah, it's like you actually like are required to attend a certain amount. And if you don't attend a certain amount, then so basically, hang on, hang on. I'm going too fast. Like, where are we going? (laughs) I'll tell you. I'm just I was going to talk about like how we sober monitored a lot because. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great thing. It was so fun and kind of weird. But basically, so what you do is we like had these at bars because the people that were 21 liked to go and get drunk and, you know, do their thing. So we like, you go to this bar event and they're all themed. So it would be like cowboys versus aliens or like we did one that was a foam function. And we like went to this place that like filled up with a bunch of foam and it was like neon and like glow in the dark. I would say that's one of the best ones. I loved the foam function. The foam function was like, I think it was our first one that we went to. I mean, we set high expectations for that. And it was pretty fun. And then also like formal and semi-formal were like technically considered functions. So like you go to a bar and the timing is from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's like the sectioned out time for these things. And you like get on a bus and they drive you to the, the bar where you just like, you know, dance and eat food and whatever. But it's an unknown location. Like we yeah, don't they- know where we're going they they don't tell you where you're going because and they force you to ride the bus they don't let you drive separately to the bus because they don't want anybody drunk driving and then the sorority being liable for you which makes sense like that's so responsible but for those of us that are not planning on getting drunk it was a little bit of an inconvenience it was so annoying because you would have to like go to the house 
get on the bus, ride the bus, go to the bar. You could only leave the bar on the bus. And then you had to go back to the house to get your car to drive home. So it was like this whole situation. Well, because most people got drunk on these things and because they have to be responsible, you had to have a certain amount of sober people for every drunk person that was in the room. So for the amount of sorority, the amount of girls in our chapter, you had to, I think it was like 35 yeah, sober it was monitors. It was like a considerable amount. Yeah, it was like one sober person for every like 10 drunk people, basically. And everybody had to sober monitor at some point. Like, because basically if you didn't have it, like if not enough sober monitors signed up, then we couldn't have the function because it was like a rule that you had to have a certain amount of sober people. Right. So <laughs> Carol and I would sign up to sober monitor because if you didn't sign up to sober monitor and they didn't get enough people, then they would draw names randomly out of a hat and you would have to go and you would have to sober monitor. So we were like, if we're going to have to do it anyway, we might as well sign up for a night that's convenient to us. Right. Instead of like because, a night that, cause it's on Thursday nights. So yeah. like, it's like in the middle of the week. So if you have stuff on Friday, you have to like prep yourself to be up until like around three and like go to bed and then go get your, you have, like I had 8 a.m.s on Fridays, so I like got like five hours of sleep and then would go to class the next day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we did them on Thursday nights. It was literally the worst night that you could do it because everybody would like get up and either have tests the next morning or they would like be going out of town on a break or like <laughs> That's people so like true. Would, yeah, like people would be like driving like their three to five hours home over the weekends, and so like basically I don't know why we did it on Thursdays. But yeah, so that was always fun because Carol and I were basically like one of 30 people that were sober in front of like the 400 people that attended these events. And you basically just like got to watch drunk people be drunk. And it was really fun. If you think being drunk at a party is fun, being sober, sober at a party <laughs> is way more fun because you get to watch all of it and you remember it. And I, I think mean, we've had, I think we had more fun. So you can like, there's different stations being a sober monitor. And yeah. like some of them are at the house, which is boring, but some of them are at the function, which could be fun, but you have to like deal with the dates and dates are hard because they get drunk yes. more than the girls do. So you have to like facilitate that. I think the best job was on the bus. The bus to, is definitely the best. You like everybody was psyched to be there because they were going to have fun. If you were going, you got to DJ, so you got the aux cord and you could bump and mm -hmm. then you could like talk to people for like five minutes and then be like, peace, see you in two hours and then we'll ride back, you know? <laughs> it's like, so yeah. it was like, I think the best job out of all the jobs. And we did that a lot, I feel like. Yeah, the bus was super fun, especially because most of them like would pregame. So they were drunk before they even got to the function. So they would get on and they would like request all these random songs. And it was we so had the funny. We Star-Spangled Banner one time. Yeah. One time <laughs> this girl in our, like that was going to the function. She was requesting like all of these like American anthems, <laughs> like the entire way there. And so we sang like America the Beautiful and like the Star-Spangled Banner on the way to this party. And we were like, I mean, if this is the vibe we're going for, then like. 
that sounds good to me like all of the guys like care. stood up and like took their so they're wearing a hat they like took, <laughs> they, like, hat took their hat off on the bus <laughs> and then you like they're not allowed to stand on the bus and so we had to like we were trying to get all these boys to sit on the bus the whole way there. It was so funny. They were like, but we're respecting America. It was really funny. Oh, my gosh. That was a, a whole good time. Thing. Which is like, in our minds, like, as a sorority member, like, that stuff doesn't sound that weird. But I feel like if you weren't in a sorority or in a fraternity or whatever, or even if you didn't go to Arkansas, because most people don't do that then you're like, that is the wackiest event I've ever heard of in my life. And we had them every single week. I mean, like, it was like back to back to back. I mean, literally every Thursday night, there was a function from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. And we you had to sober monitor, I think, at least twice. So we would have we signed up for two functions every semester <laughs> and sober monitored, which is hilarious. Oh, my God. Sorority life had a lot of great memes. I think Gamma Kai also had a great mem. Okay, Gamma Kai, listen, I say this all the time that if even, and listen, Sorority Life and Alpha Kai brought me many, many more positive things than it did negative things. And it brought me many more positives than Gamma Kai. But if Gamma Kai was the only good thing about being in a sorority, it would have been worth it. Yeah, it's it's the best thing that you'll ever do it was so freaking fun so wait for those that i had a dog hair like on my computer and i had to get it off um so for those that don't know gamma kais are basically like camp counselors for recruitment so like Rogan, every year rokais all those stuff we called them game guys so they were basically like when you're going through recruitment every girl that's going through like the new freshmen that are coming in get put into a little group with a gamakai, AKA a camp counselor. And they basically just like walk you through the whole week and like help you um, get to all of your parties on time and like all this stuff. And we were gamakais our junior and senior year of college. So you have to be, so like your freshman year you're entering, you go in and that's the year that you like go through recruitment as a person and you get placed in a sorority. And then your sophomore year, you have to recruit if you want to be a Gamakai. So you have to be out on the floor during the parties, talking to the new recruits that are coming in, blah, blah, blah. But then your junior and senior year, you can apply to be a Gamakai, where you completely dissociate from your sorority because they that's supposed to like keep you from being biased and like keep you from keep getting girls to like go to your sorority. Cause like, what happens if they knew what sorority you were in? They would want to be in your sorority just because you were their gamakai. So, like, let's hope that so. just that's the hope is that yeah, would... <laughs> that's the hope is that like you they love you so much that they think your sorority is that good, so they just want to do your sorority. So they make you dissociate, and so the girls don't know what sorority you're in. And so anyway, that was a long explanation, but basically, we would help all of these girls through the week and you basically just got to be an idiot for an entire week instead of like getting all dressed up at four in the morning and walking through a party and talking to a bunch of strangers that you never met before for 10 hours you just like got to run around in weird costumes and like help girls out and like make sure they get to their parties and like at the rest stations you like got to color and like take naps and stuff and like it was literally the chillest thing ever, and it was so fun. And it was summer, and you got to be outside. Do you tell? Do okay. you tell the planter story? Yeah. Well, I was is that say, too? 
no, 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 no. I will gladly tell the planter story. I am trying to remember. I we just told this story, and I was trying to make sure that it wasn't on this podcast. I we were telling it to somebody else, though. Yeah. Who were we Who telling, were we telling it to? that story to? It was. Oh, it was at the bachelorette party. Oh. We were telling the girls that didn't. Okay. Know. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, I was like, I feel like I just told the story, but like, no, I don't care. Um. <laughs> um well I was gonna tell water water jail too should I oh tell yeah both? yeah those are both good ones okay well I'll start with water jail and then I'll end with planter amazing okay so my second Lindsay and I both did Gamakai to like junior and senior year and um my this was year, senior year this was senior year I am when I was in Gamakai mode I like literally did not care about my physical like anything about my 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 bodily health at all I was like I'm I'm going to be the best I can absolutely be regardless of this is if this kills me great yeah and in Carol's defense they tell you that at the beginning of the week like they tell you you're not gonna sleep right you're not gonna eat that much eat when you can but like you need to be 110% for these girls at all times because as soon as you look tired, they're going to get tired and cranky and they're going to want to quit and they're not going to want to do it anymore. So like you need to be at your top game like at all hours of the day. And I and took Carol, that to heart. <laughs> Carol took this very seriously. <laughs> and, and so me and my girl Hope, Hope if you're listening, I don't think you listen to this, but if you do, <laughs> shout out girlfriend. Um, me and Hope were motivated. So there's like different jobs, like Lindsay was saying. And there's one job that like requires you to be an idiot. It's like, it's like the job description is to be as like silly and stupid as possible. And so Hope and I were like motivators or like idiots together at every house. And so I was pretty fatigued. It was like day four. And, um, I don't take great care of myself as it is. And so this, this week was just like a shot in the dark in that area. But, um, so we were at Tridel and if you know the area of Tridel of the house, there's like no shade. There's no shade. At all. It's like full sun. Um, they had a tent and like, you're like not supposed to be under the tent because like all the girls are under the tent and you're supposed to be like hope was in a toothpaste costume. We were like running around acting a fool so that morning, I was feeling a little peckish and, like, not really great. And um, I was like, well, that's kind of weird, but I'll, like, sip on some water. I was like, well, it'll be fine. Um, and so I, the heat index of that day was, like, I mean, 104. It was, like, so hot and humid. And um, we were outside, like, running and laying in sun and anyway – long story short I ran like across campus if you went to Arkansas I ran from Tridel to the parking transit office on Razorback and back which is like (laughs) terrible like terrible um there's a hill called the Annihilator like in that run anyway so um I got back and I saw Lindsay I tan pretty easily so I was pretty dark because we'd been outside all day and I was pale I was like not well like she literally gets so dark in the summer and during Gamakai, you like get super tan because you're outside all the time. And I'm not joking. Like she was as pale as I've ever seen her. Like she was unwell. 
and like so bad like literally looked like she was gonna drop dead and i'm like carol my girl are you okay and she's like uh i don't know and i'm like have you had water today at this point mind you it's like approximately 12 p.m like in the middle of the day we've been awake since 6 a.m outside she's been running a fool and she's like i think i've had like half of my water bottle which is like 16 ounces of water for the total of six hours that she was outside in 104 degree weather <laughs> and i'm like um okay hmm. <laughs> that doesn't you don't look good and that doesn't sound good so i was at a rest station that day so i was like inside coloring and napping and making sure girls were you know getting to their places on time and stuff and I was like right next door to try it out. So I was like, Carol, switch with me for this hour, just for this party. It was like an hour long. And go inside, drink some water, take a break from the sun. And then we'll switch back after this party. And Carol was like, ugh, okay, fine. <laughs> I know, so I was pissed about it. <laughs> she was really mad at me. She was really mad at me. Cause she's like, remember, she's taking this heart. She's taking this to heart. She's taking it so seriously. So I'm like, Carol, just take a break. I go out there. I do the party at tried out. I come back to the rest station and Carol's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, hello, everyone, Gamma guys, where is Carol? And they're like, oh, she ran to the dorm halfway across campus for a girl because she forgot her contact for a party. And I was like, hello, like, what did I say? Carol gets back. I look worse. I've also bobbed <laughs> in this in this time period. I like I like puke. <laughs> She's bobbed multiple times. She looks at me. She comes back. I'm like, where were you? She's like, I was at Reed. I was like, all right, you're staying again. She's like, no, no, no. I'm getting back out there. She goes back to try it out in the beating sun. I called. <laughs> so we have this girl who's in charge of us. Uh, she's like the head gamakai, basically. She's like in charge of all the gamakais, making sure that they're all at their stations, like blah, blah, blah. And she was pretty good friends with us. So I call her and I'm like, hey girl, Carol is being ridiculous and is a, she will die. Like if she doesn't stop, can you send someone over to like get Carol to like sit in the shade for like literally 20 minutes? I was like, I'm actually worried about her. Like she literally could pass out at any point. We have no idea. And she's like, yeah, sure. I got you. She says- Was she mad? Well, she was just like, oh, interesting. Like, <laughs> good to know. Because, you know, I mean, she's in charge of everybody. And, like, if one Gamakai goes down, like, right. that's on her. And so I think that she was more worried that you were going to pass out and, like, have to go to the hospital. And it was going to be her responsibility. So this girl sends the entire, and by entire, I mean eight separate people. Eight people. Of the, the entire recruitment team. So, like, basically all of the staff, like, Arkansas has an entire staff dedicated to Greek life. And they are, like, the head honchos of the whole recruitment week. And so there's, like, eight of them. And they each have separate jobs. And, like, they're full-time staff. They work all year round at Arkansas. They're, so they're, like, grown adults. This is, like, their literal life. All eight of them show up at Trinal. <laughs> and they they – so there's, like, a chapter – there's, like, a main – gamakai every like chapter and so tara goes over to the chapter gamakai and is like hey i'm gonna pull carol and i see her looking at me while they're talking to each other and i was like that's weird 
seems weird. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm like out in the heat with Hope in her toothpaste costume, like dancing, but like about to pass out. I'm like, not well. And Tara is like, come here. And she's like, <laughs> so mad. It's and like so getting sent like, to the principal's <laughs> office. I was like, oh my gosh, what's up? Like, hey, how's it going? You know? And there's a man named Gary. Gary was the medical man. And he had a body armor in his hand and he looks at me he's like here's the deal sis (laughs) he's like we hear that you're like not doing well and I'm like trying to play it off like I was like I'm doing fine like I'm I'm (laughs) doing okay I mean like I could be better but like I'll push on through not really too worried about it we got more parties to go I'm here and they were like yeah no (laughs) Lindsay called us and I was like are you serious she was so (laughs) mad at me she was so mad (laughs) well then it's because gary then said you either sit inside like in the house mom's apartment and drink this body armor or we take you immediately to the er he's like those are your two options you've got to pick one and i was like oh god okay well i guess i'll sit inside for a little bit like that's annoying but fine so i sat inside and i texted Lindsay. And when, we, when they sat me down, there's a girl named, a woman named Carissa. And Carissa's like the head girl. You don't mess with Carissa. And Carissa no. and I were like on good vibes. Like we were vibing with each other. But like I was intimidated by her for sure. And Carissa looks at me and she's like, don't you dare leave this spot until I come get you. Like, don't leave. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I like sat there and... Four, four, count them, four hours later, I text Tara. I was like, hey, I'm feeling good. Can I leave? Can I please leave? Can I please leave? And so from that day, we deemed it water prison because I had to drink this body armor and other water um, drinks um, in order to refuel. And poor Hope was left out in the beating sun in her toothpaste costume by herself. (laughs) But um, I got in trouble because I was not hydrated enough. And so they they called it water prison after I did that. Yeah. So Carol was mad at me the whole day because I basically tattletailed on her. And she didn't talk to me at dinner. But then we... I did talk to you at dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you did. I was pissed, though. I was like... I mean, I was thankful because I really think that if I was out there, I would have passed out. But... Um, 100%. You would have been in the ER like literally probably an hour later if no one had gotten, had come to get you. It was pretty, I was not well, I think. I should have taken a picture of, well, there's a picture of like right before I puked with me and Hope and I look so bad. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that on the Instagram. After we need to post out. it. Yeah, we need to post it. We need to show them. That's so funny. Okay. That was a good one. Water prison. I'm trying to think of one that's, like, not sorority-related. I know. All right, so we're taking it back. That was senior year of college, the water prison. This is sophomore year, right? No, yeah, no, it was sophomore year, probably. Were the girls freshmen? No, because Anna was there. I bet it was sophomore year. Yeah, it had to have been sophomore year. So there was, like, a group of us. Um, so Carol and I, our sophomore and junior year of college lived together in in an apartment and the apartment was kind of the, 
it was kind of the party place for our friend group. Like pretty much everything that we did was at the apartment like, whenever we had events and stuff. Like home base for our friend yeah. group. Yeah. So we um, had a bachelor night. This was uh, Ari's season of The Bachelor. I do remember that. I don't oh my know gosh. I, I like totally forgot that. Great. Yeah, this was like, I think it was like hometown night or something. We watched The Bachelor. We had like a group of people over, um, including like a good amount of our friends. The ones that we've mentioned before, like Alex, Kinsey. Um, we had a, our friend Haley was there. Haley, another Haley was there. Anna was there. All these people. There were like probably eight of us. Watch The Bachelor. And then we were all just kind of like hanging out, you know, after The Bachelor ended. We were just, you know, talking, being girls, whatever. And Well, there... Our, our front door, we left it unlocked because everybody was coming in at different times. And so we were just oh, like, yes. hey, the door is unlocked and just come in whenever you get here. And our apartment door, well, our apartment was really sketchy, but it was cheap. So it was fine. And um, but if you like didn't close and lock the door all the way, it could like be pushed open pretty easily. Just like with yeah. wind. Yeah, the lock and, like, didn't always, like, latch, if that makes sense. So, like, even if the door was closed, it wasn't necessarily latched. So, yeah, like, you could basically just, like, touch it and it would open. <laughs> so, we're all, like, sitting around, like, hanging out. We've got a couple of couches. Everyone's on the couch. <laughs> and this person and, like, everybody that we anticipated being there was there at this point. <laughs> and so, we are sitting there and this person like tries to open the door and like pushes it and it pushes open and he this man this it's random man six like six four large man like giant man walks in fully like opens the door takes like multiple steps into our apartment and Everybody like absolutely jumps back. Like I was sitting on the coffee table and I like jumped onto the floor, like away from the door. Everybody that's on the couch, like scooches to the farthest end of the couch. And he goes, he walks in, takes a couple steps in and goes, Demetrius. <laughs> and we're all like, what? And he's like, Demetrius. He starts pointing. The bedrooms were in the back of the apartment. He starts pointing towards our bedrooms and is like, Demetrius, Demetrius, Demetrius. And we're like, no, Demetrius is not here. <laughs> like multiple times. This man steps further into our apartment. He like keeps walking. He's like halfway to the back of the room by now. And is like, Demetrius, Demetrius. And we're like, no, Demetrius is not here. And like half of us are screaming and are like, like what the heck is going on our friend anna is sitting closest to the door and she's like demetrius is not here he does not live here demetrius is not here and this man just goes oh my bad and then walks <laughs> out like literally just walks out and we were like hello like oh literally what just happened it was so scary and it was crazy because all of us like reacted in different ways so like Lindsay jumped back and then I was on the couch I think with Alex and somebody else and we literally like sank back into the couch as like we tried to become as invisible as possible and then Anna 
Anna, love you, sweet girl, because she was like the bold one of the group and was like, get out, <laughs> not here. No. And like everybody, all of us were just like silent, just shocked. It was, it was terrifying. So as soon as he disappeared after realizing this was not his apartment, um, we like locked the door. We had a deadbolt and like a couple of locks. And so we like locked the doors and, um, yeah, I mean, after that, Demetrius has been um, a famous person. It's not even him. Like, he's not Demetrius. He was looking for Demetrius. So we don't even know his name. But Yeah, we don't know this man's name. What was crazy was that, like, he walked in, like, fully came into our apartment and, like, was saying Demetrius, like, looking for him. And Anna is screaming at him, like, no, like, no, get out. This is not your place. Like, this is not it. And instead of being like, oh, like I'm in the wrong spot, he just like walks farther <laughs> into the apartment and is like, Demetrius, like he's here. And we were all like, no. And I, in my head, because I was on the coffee table, I jumped back towards our bedrooms because I have a baseball bat in my room. And in my mind, I'm like, this man is going to walk towards our bedrooms and like, I'm going to have to beat this man up. Like I was like, I'm going to have to, like in my head, I'm thinking, there's a baseball bat in my room. I'm going to have to go get it. And as soon as you jumped back there, I knew that's what you were going for. I was like, <laughs> the baseball bat is there and she'll go get it. Oh my gosh. So yeah, Anna was definitely the bold one. She was the only one. Everyone else was like either silent or was like screaming. And Anna was the only one that was like, no, this is the wrong one. This yeah. is the wrong place. I like couldn't even form words. I was literally like frozen, which is good for my fight or flight. Because I just, like, will be frozen. That's not even an option in fight or flight. And I just, like, will stand there. Um, but I did see his pupils. And they were, like, pinpoint tiny. So we think he was high. He like Yeah, we assumed he was high. We were thinking he was high. Because he kind of stumbled in. And he was kind of like, Demetrius? Like, what? Um, yeah, that place was pretty sketchy. Now looking back on it. Because I'm thinking of another story. Do you remember this? The gummy I say bears? that. What? The gummy bears? Or I, I was thinking about when I was home alone and I was watching Trolls and like people were at the wrong apartment and my door was unlocked and they like jiggled the handle and I like stood there and I like had my... So what happened? I was watching Trolls and Lindsay went home for the weekend and um, Lindsay, the other, my, the Lindsay I live with now came over to watch some of the Trolls with me and then she left. And so I had not left the couch since she had left. And so the door was technically unlocked and I was like laying there and then I heard people like walking up and I was like, oh, and our neighbor like always had a ton of people over. So I was like, I bet they're just going to like see him. But then they came to our door and they started like jiggling the handle. And I like jumped up and I locked the door. But you can hear like on the other side of the door, you can hear people lock the door. You know, like you can hear the, the, the click. And so they were like banging on the door. They're like, hey, open up, like open up. And it was like a large man and a girl that was like yelling through the door. And I was literally shaking and my hands, I like pressed my hands on the locked door. Not like they were going to do anything, but I was like, I got to keep them out. So then they like called their, it was like pretty obvious soon. 
like after that they, they were at the wrong apartment but to me but they didn't realize it and so they kept calling their friend and he's like yeah come on in like the door is open so they jiggled the handle like so many times and I was just standing there looking out the peephole seeing that these people were trying to get in my apartment it was terrifying it was so scary we got out of that apartment pretty pretty soon after that I think well I was thinking I wasn't even thinking about that because I forgot about that one I was thinking about when I was home alone and I called the police oh with your scooter no but that's another one no I was thinking about the time so this was when you were big little chair and you were with the other big little chair out no, but this so was this is the scooter guy your scooter was parked by the door and he was wearing the vest and he ran away. This is the same story, right? Oh, yes. I did forget that the scooter was at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm home alone. And if you know me, you know that I'm absolutely terrified of sleeping anywhere by myself. I'm actually incapable of sleeping anywhere by myself. So whenever Carol was out late at night, I would just stay up and wait for Carol to get home or like, I would have someone spend the night at the apartment with me so that I wasn't by myself. Anyway, so Carol is gone. She's like big little chair. So she's like putting big little pairs together for the week. Which was hell on earth. It was terrible. Yeah, which by the way was terrible. And I was home alone. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm probably watching Grey's Anatomy, let's be honest. And this man is like outside our apartment. And so at the time... I drove a moped and I parked the moped at our front door in the winter because the front porch was like covered. So it wouldn't get ice or snow on it or anything. It would just be cold. So I used to park it up at the front porch. And so my scooter's out there and I hear this man like fidgeting like with my scooter. And so I like look out the people, I lock all the doors and he's like this man in this like, you know, those like neon, like worker vests. And he, I like go up to the people. I see him out there and I lock my door. He hears the door lock. I'm like watching him. He hears the door lock when I lock it. He bolts. There's like a pond and like trees and stuff, like right outside the our disgusting apartment. pond. Disgusting. This man bolts into the darkness like into the area with the pond and like all of the trees and like he like literally just runs away when he hears my door lock and I'm like this man was like either trying to steal my scooter or trying to get into this apartment like I don't know what because he was like kind of walking around the porch area and then he like got to my scooter and was like fidgeting with it and then as soon as I locked the door he like literally sprints away and I'm like, this man is trying to get in here. So I call my dad and I'm like, dad, like there's this man out there. I like locked both the bedroom. I like locked both of the locks on the front door. I go into my bedroom. I locked my bedroom door. I went into my bathroom with my baseball bat that I had from the previous story. I get my baseball bat, go into my bathroom, lock the bathroom door. And then I call my dad. <laughs> and I'm like, dad, there's a man outside. He sprinted away when I locked the door. He's somewhere like in the random like pond wooded area. And I don't know if he's going to come get me. And he was like, and I was like, I'm by myself. Meanwhile, I'm texting Carol saying like, you need to come home right now. There's a man outside. Blah, blah, well, blah. He, my dad he is started like. started the conversation with, I'm on the phone with my dad. 
there's a man outside the door. I'm scared. I might call the police. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, I'm gone for like four hours, maybe max if not like three and this happens to where the police are like being thought of called yeah and my dad is like we'll just call the police and i'm like that seems dramatic and he's like it's literally their job like if there's a man out there like they'll get him so i hang up with my dad i call the police i'm like hey there's a man outside my apartment they're like did you call 911 no yeah i did actually i called 911 and I'm like, hey, I well, I told them I did call 911, but I was like, I don't think that this is an emergency. Like, I'm personally fine right now, but there's a man outside my apartment, and I he like sprinted away. He's like somewhere in the woods. Like, I don't know where he is, but like, I think he tried to get in my apartment. So I like stay online with the operator, you know, doing my thing. I have like my dad on one line, 911 on the other. I'm like texting Carol, trying to get her to come home. And this police shows up at our door and I was still like fully locked in my bathroom. So I heard this knock on the door. The 911 operator is like, it's a police officer. You can open it. I like get out of my bathroom, unlock my bedroom, get out of my bedroom, unlock the door. And he's like, so like, tell me about it. Like I had to like give a full description of this man. And like they searched the entire complex, like in our area, they like searched the pond, like searched the wooded area, like whatever, whatever. And they're like, yeah, we didn't see anyone. And I'm like, okay, great. Um, but because of me, I will say that they started a monthly like drive by in our apartment complex because I called them and there was a man out there. So now because of me, our apartment complex gets um, like wellness drive-throughs once a month. Hey, so, I think they needed it long before we called the police. Our, our I know. If you know the so, apartment complex, it was definitely not a student living. Yeah, it wasn't student living. It wasn't associated with the school. It was just like normal, you know, apartments or whatever. But yeah, never found the man, but he never showed up again. We never saw him again. Um, but yes, I did call the police and the police came and, uh, the apartment. Wow. That is so many times that people have tried to get into our apartment. Now that I'm thinking about it, my scooter got stolen at that complex too. Oh yeah. Long story short, we found it on the opposite side of our complex. So like it basically like across the street, like literally could walk to where my scooter was found and they had like tried to hotwire it stolen everything that was in like the thing that we had like the seat had like a little compartment stole everything out of the compartment like cut all of the wires in my scooter and then basically just like left it for dead and it was like literally hundreds of dollars worth of damage and we didn't like have insurance on it or anything because it's like a scooter or, like whatever so my scooter got stolen there Maybe we uh, should do a warning for that last story, the planter story. I know. I'll have to – okay, I'll switch the audio around. Uh, warning, if you're relatively squeamish, maybe skip this story. <laughs> Perfect. Great. I'll put that – I'll put that in the beginning. Great. Um, I am thinking I think I would like to tell the planter story, though. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. This is, this is a defining moment 
in Carol and my friendship. Just so you know. I want to preface this story, set it up the way that it deserves to be set up. Yeah, let me set the scene for what's happening. So this is the day after water prison, just as like. Yeah, so we're back senior year of college. It's recruitment week. We're Gamma Kai's. Carol had been to water prison the day before. We've woken up. It's a new day. I'm feeling good, feeling hydrated. I eat like a third of a bagel. I'm like, let's freaking go. So then I'm at a different, like every day we go to a different sorority. So I'm at a different sorority at Delta Gamma and DG was a brand new house. Like they had just opened the house. Everybody had just moved in and they had done all this landscaping. And as a part of like where all the girls lined up to go into inside the house, there was these five foot tall brick cement planters that me and hope or hope and I stood and walked on to like get the girl's attention and stuff like that. So every day hope and I had like a different skit that we did. And the skit that we did at the DG was like late, the late show with hope and Carol. And so we would like tell embarrassing stories about ourselves to like, keep the girls entertained. So it's the last party of the day. I'm feeling amazing. I've made it through the entire day without any kind of issue. And this was the last day of parties too. So like this was like the next day was like bid day and we were like No, the next day the- was pref. The next day was pref. It was oh, I thought this was on pref. No, no, no. This was sisterhood. Day two. Oh, okay. Excuse me then. It well, was we're at the end of the week though. Yeah, we're like this done. is the last day that I can be an idiot. And like This is the home stretch. Yeah, we're so close. And so it's the last party and all of Panhellenic has decided to come. All the eight people that came yesterday to my aid, they came again to like go into the party to talk with the girls in the party about stuff. And so they were all there and they were watching Hope and I skit. And we were telling an embarrassing story, story. And Hope told a story about how she was kissed for the first time, how embarrassing that was. And I told a story about in second grade, I was on the swings and um, my like skirt blew up in front of like all the boys and they saw my underwear. And that was my story that I was telling, which is like, fine, I don't care. And the whole day I was walking on the edge of this planter and I was like, Carol, this is going to be bad if you fall. So like, like be aware of like where you're standing, you know? And I was like foreshadowing. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, sounds great. So I'm like getting in depth in this story, in this party. There's probably, I'm not joking, 50 girls in line. I mean, it's like a large party. And so like Hope's watching, I'm talking, all the girls are watching, Panhellenic's talking and watching. And I'm like at the climax of my story. I'm like at the punchline. I'm like, this is going to be great. And all of a sudden... (laughs) I'm on the ground <laughs> and, and I realized when I like realized I was on the ground that I had stepped off the five foot planter and had forward rolled <laughs> into literally the, like into the bushes underneath me and I like <laughs> hope describes it as like she was looking at me and then like all of a sudden I was gone I was just like <laughs> I like disappeared and I was on the ground and so all the girls like literally screamed and they were like are you okay half of them are laughing at me half of them are like oh my gosh what just happened 
Tara, who yelled at me yesterday, the day before, um, like literally has her hand over her mouth and is like, oh my word, like what just happened? So I pop up and I'm like, I'm fine. I don't know what just happened, but there's my story. And I'm kind of limping because I'm like, ow, that kind of hurt, you know? And the sidewalk was not not like two feet from where I landed. So I like landed in bushes, but I really could have landed on concrete, which would have been a whole lot worse. But I landed in a bush. They're like new, they're new landscaping. Yeah, it's literally this house is brand new. Like literally weeks <laughs> before recruitment, this house was finished. And this all of these bushes and this landscaping, brand new. And Carol's entire body <laughs> like smushed all these bushes in this planter on the outside of this planter. It was so bad. I felt really bad about it. So then I jumped up and I was like, ow, but like, I'm fine. Like, don't worry about it. And then like the doors opened and I was like, there's your icebreaker. Just tell somebody inside that you saw somebody fall. And like, that was funny. So then every, all the girls go in and Panelinic goes in and I kind of sit down and Hope looks at me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Like, no worries. I'm really fine. I'm just like, it just like kind of hurt, but it's fine. So then everybody kind of goes and it's the last party. So we're exhausted. Also, there was a rain delay that day. So it's like an hour later than what we usually are. It's just like, we're so exhausted. And I call Lindsay because Lindsay is just like chilling at a rest station or something. And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> I fell. <laughs> and She's like, what do you mean? Do you remember this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Pretty vividly. Actually. <laughs> I was like, I fell. I think I'm okay, but my butt hurts pretty bad. And what I soon come to find out is that when I forward rolled off of the planter, my butt cheeks split <laughs> like at my butt crack over the <laughs> corner. <laughs> over it was the like she like fell. Yeah. Like, so she hit her bottom. She hit her butt on the planter. And, like, one half, like, hit the planter and the other half, like, wasn't on the planter. So she, like, did this, like, split thing. Split situation. But I didn't realize that when I flipped. I, like, like had no idea. So then I'm, like, sitting there and I'm, like, ow. Like, my, my butt hurts pretty bad. And I, I'm walking back. It was, like, the party finished. All the girls were, like, I had a great conversation because we started talking about how you just, like, ate it. And I was, like, great amazing so then, so then we get back to the hotel it's like at this point like 9 30 10 p.m at night and i'm in some pain i'm like wow my butt hurts i'm sore but like specifically it like really hurts to sit down and i'm thinking i can't look at where i hit because i'm realizing what happened like i obviously didn't know until later like what had happened but i'm like putting together that my it's my butt crack that needs to be <laughs> assessed <laughs> <laughs> so i'm thinking who's the one You're person so that i would i would trust to look at my my butt my whole my <laughs> my butt and to assess the situation and i'm like ding 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 Lindsay. so i, <laughs> so I and carol and i yeah she calls me and we don't live in the same room we like gamakai stayed in a hotel for the whole week but they assigned you random roommates so carol and i are not in the same room yeah i so feel I like call... you need that info yes i know that's good 
So I call Lindsay and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm laying on my bed. I was like, so you remember what I fell? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I, I think I need you to look at it. Can you do that for me? And she's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm on my way down. So I come down to her room and I like, don't know her roommates like at all. No, not even a little. I barely knew them. Yeah. Because, like, you, they literally put you with people that you don't know on purpose so that you, like, make friends. Right. And so, like, I've known these people approximately four days. And, like, literally all we do is sleep in the same room together. Like, we barely even talk. Right. And Carol, and, like, comes into my room. And I walk in and I'm like, hey, guys, to her roommates. I don't know them. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Lindsay, can you look at it? And so we went into the bathroom. And I... <laughs> We're like literally, I'm like about to pee my pants because I'm laughing so hard at what we're about to do. And I drop my pants. And <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what does it look like? And it's bad. It's literally 100% the worst bruise that I've ever seen in my life. Like not even like purple. It was like full on black. Black. Like absolute black on her butt like on her butt and I was like oh my gosh so I'm like screaming I'm like <laughs> Carol because I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm like whatever Carol like you're being so dramatic like you didn't you surely you didn't fall that hard like you're literally fine because she comes in and she's like I can't sit and I'm like sure you can like you're literally so fine so she so I like look at it and I'm like oh my gosh i'm like carol this is bad this is so bad like it looks terrible and, and she's like she's joking i'm like yeah she's like up. whatever like, like you're like being so stupid and i'm like no carol like this is the worst bruise i've ever seen in my life like it it's is also at- bleeding too it was like scrape yeah there was like a scrape and it was bleeding and so there was blood and this is so tmi i'm so sorry um sorry if you're like easily queasy squeamish um, yeah yeah so like there's blood it's the worst bruise i've ever seen and i've seen my sister's broken arm i've seen multiple of my siblings broken arms and like i've seen people have stitches like it was like literally the worst bruise i've ever seen and my roommates are like on the other side of the wall in my room like listening to us like screaming in the bathroom like oh my gosh carol it is so bad like no you're joking it's not that bad and i'm like no it's really bad it's just like is it really bad and like we're literally just like laughing and screaming and so concerned for carol's butt like all at the same time and then we walk out and my roommates are like is she uh, okay are you okay and i was like honestly no it's literally the worst bruise i've ever seen and um it stayed that way. I mean, how long was your butt bruised? Like, surely. It was, like, at least a couple of weeks. I, like, surely. Felt it. I was Lindsay really and I's bad. friendship, like, we, like, I pulled up my pants in the bathroom. And I was, like, wow. <laughs> I was, like, we are ten times closer than we were five minutes ago. <laughs> and I thought we were pretty close. I didn't think that we could get. At much. that point. I mean, yeah, it was senior year. We were pretty close. So. But that was a good one. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, honestly, we could probably go on and on and on. And you guys are also probably like, y'all are disgusting. Like, how are you sharing all this stuff on the world wide web? Um, But, you know, authenticity is 
<laughs> Transparency is, a virtue. is my middle name. I, it's like... a virtue. <laughs> um, but like Lindsay said, we really could like keep going on. So if you are enjoying these stories, we could do a part two. Just let us know. Yeah. Um, but those are the big ones. Those were the good ones, I think. We had yeah. a lot of memories with like those were a big a lot of those stories were like the two of us, like something happened between the two of us. And we have a lot of stories like of with uh, with the squirrels that we could go off on. So uh, it's true. Yeah, these are those are the moments that like when we look back at college, those are like the first memories that that come up come like to mind. Yeah, water prison. Demetrius was a big one. Like every time we're like, what's a funny college story we could tell? We're like Demetrius. That's always Demetrius. the first one that comes yeah, up for sure. Um, so, yeah, we hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed this little story time. Uh, hope we made you laugh. You know, that's always the goal is that, you know, you guys have a good time and enjoy yeah. it. Even if it was a cringe laugh, we take yeah, it. Yeah, even if it was like a secondhand embarrassment laugh, like that's totally fine. We'll take it. We'll take it from you. But yeah, that's pretty much all we've got for today. Uh, hope you enjoyed. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Peace out. Yeah. Thank you.